Hello everyone, my name is Felipe and this is the podcast Life with AI, the podcast that we talk about AI in a simpler way. For today's episode, I'm going to continue talking about a project that I participated related to fraud detection in the stock market. But today we are going to talk about the second phase of this project, which is the problem of predicting news. So to start, let's forget a little about insider trading. I'm going to formulate another hypothesis. This hypothesis is abnormal movements in the market precede impactful and relevant facts. That is, out of pattern market movements indicate that something will happen in the near future. And as, I'm going, as I want to test this hypothesis, to try to accept this hypothesis, we need to test it. But before explaining how did I test it, I will explain how does a hypothesis test works. So first of all, we need to take something that we want to test and we metrify it. That is, we create a measure. Then we simulate the scenario that we are testing and we will test it a lot of times and take the same measure for each scenario. Then we will compare the real value with the simulated values and we will test this based on a confidence interval. The confidence interval is a value that, we will, t that will tell us whether you can accept your hypothesis and with what confidence. If we take, for example, a 95% confidence interval, that means that at least 95% of the time, the real value must pass the test. If we take 99%, it means that 99% of the time, the real value must pass the test. So as larger is the confidence interval, the harder it is to pass the test, but also the more confident we can be about this test that we are doing. So let's recall the hypothesis. The hypothesis is out of pattern trades, out of pattern market movements precede relevant facts. And these relevant facts are expressed through news. So how do I test it? I made an algorithm that identify abnormal trades and says that uh, if there is an abnormal trade in the next few days, we, we will have a news. And I metrify it by seeing if in the next few days there is a news or not. And I simulate a thousand scenarios that randomly says that there is, that will be a news in the next few days. And I measured how many times I, I got it right. I predicted it right. And when I, mean, when I say a random scenario, it's really random. I pick randomly a day in the year for a stock. And I say that in the next days we'll have a, a news. And I will compare these both results, the simulated scenarios and my algorithm. And I took a 95% confidence interval. That is, if my algorithm was better than 95% of the random algorithm simulations, I accept the hypothesis. And what was the result? My algorithm did not pass the test. So we cannot accept the hypothesis that non-standard, what it means that out-of-pattern market movements precede news. So is it over? We, we stop here and go to the next research? Not at all. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the idea of insider trading. Because as we saw in the first episode, 
there are two types of news. The ones that had some insider trading evidence before it and the ones that doesn't have any insider trading evidence before it. So with these two types of news, we can say that the news that don't have any kind of evidence of insider trading before are unpredictable news because there is nothing that indicates that this news is going to be disclosed in the next few days. So it's impossible to predict it. So now, instead of taking all of the news and try to predict all of the news, we are just taking the news with, with insider trading evidence. So now I'm going to redo the test and I redid the test with the same algorithms, but with the same algorithm saying that in the next few days, we are having to, we are having a news about something that really relevant will happen. And this thing that will happen will impact the stock price. And now with this news test, I was able to pass it and I got an algorithm that is an, on average 20% better than the random simulations, which, uh, which means that we can accept the hypothesis that uh, we can predict news. This is the first part. We can, now we accepted the hypothesis and now we seek performance. That is, we want to predict more news and make less mistakes. We don't just want to be 20% better than a random algorithm. We want to be much better than a random algorithm because just be better than a random thing doesn't mean that you can use it on practice. And our goal here is to use such algorithm to do something and I will explain how we could do it after. So how did I improve it, the performance? Obviously, the name of this podcast is Life with AI. So we used an artificial intelligence algorithm. And how did I did it? I trained a machine learning algorithm that at the time of the trade detects whether it is motivated or not by privileged information. And the difference about detecting insider trading and predicting news is that when we want to detect insider trading, we wait until the day that the news is disclosed and then we search in, the, in a time window before this news to see if there is some abnormal market movement that, we could, that could indicate that was motivated by insider trading, by privileged information. And now we don't have any information about the future. We just have the negotiations that are being made now and uh, the past negotiations né, uh, to, to understand how the market is going that day, how the market was going the last days. So as you can see, this is a much harder problem than it is for detecting, just detecting inside the trading frauds. And let's see how, how good my algorithm does. So if the algorithms detect any trade with possible inside information, it will say that in the next few days, we will have a news. And on average, it performs 15 to 20% better than the algorithm that takes non-standard trades, just out of pattern trades and to predict the news. And it's, it is 40% to 100% better than a handle one. But why 40% to 100% better? Because here we are saying about a time window 
and this time window has a a window of 20 so we are we want to predict that a news is going to to be disclosed in the next 20 days or in the next five days or in the next 10 days and for each time interval we have a different performance as you can imagine how bigger is this time window easier is to predict because even randomly we we got uh, like 20 22 25 percent of uh, accuracy of precision and now our my algorithm got 40 percent in this case so as we decrease the time window as we want to predict the the news by saying for instance in the next two days we are going to have a news the random algorithms get a terrible precision a, a terrible result like two to five percent the algorithm that says that we just we just have a news motivated by if there is an abnormal trait got like 10% better of it so if the random algorithm got 2% the other the the abnormal trade algorithm say that it's 3 to 4% and my algorithm got 10 to 12 to 15% so it's much better because it's much harder to a random algorithms to to get a good result so of course the algorithm passed the the hypothesis test also and now we were able to statistically prove that it's possible to predict news. And we also have an empirical proof that probably insider trading is happening in the Brazilian market. Because if you, if you can only predict news with insider trading evidence, which means that we cannot predict news without having insider trading evidence, but we can predict news have insider trading after evidence before it, there is a good chance that at least some of these possible cases are actually insider trading frauds. And for the ones that uh, know a bit more about machine learning, uh, the algorithm that I used to solve this problem was the XGBoost algorithm. And I used this, this algorithm, as I said, XGBoost algorithms is a very powerful tree-based algorithm. And uh, I use this algorithm because when we are talking about frauds, we are talking about imbalanced data sets. And it's very hard to algorithms to understand the pattern when we are dealing with imbalanced data sets. My data set has 1% of the, the, the data being fraud and 99% of the data being a normal day. So, XGBoost is able to deal with this problem. And if you are working in an imbalanced problem, the imbalanced data set problem, I may advise you to try at least XGBoost because it does have a good result. So now let's go to the second part of this episode that I will explain how this algorithm could work in the real life. And guys, I already tell you, it's not, all, it's not all flowers because if it was, I would be millionaire right now and I would not be registering a podcast, recording a podcast for you, explaining what I did. And so you can also do because I would be very rich. Why would I be very rich? Because in the perfect case, my for instance, in 2018, let's see the perfect case. 
my algorithm was able to forecast correctly all of the news and he also it also knows this side of the news which means that the algorithm knows if the news will be good or bad so if his it is really perfect i would have a return of 350 times which means that if i put $1000 at the beginning of 2018 at the end of the year i would have $350000 without uh, without leveraging because if i leverage this money i could have much more but here i'm just using the 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 stock market and i'm buying in the the last trade of the last day before the news and i'm selling in the last moment of the news day so i would be very rich 350 times more rich in the at the end of the year let's get back to the real world this does not work like that let's see how it works so in practice the most difficult problem is not to predict the news is to predict the side of the news because we don't have enough information in the stock market to say if the trade came from a, a, a selling order or a buying order because we are saying we are talking about very big movements a volume a really big volume of trade and we cannot really say if it's a buy or it's a sell and uh, so we have the problem of predicting the new site and i tried to train an algorithm to do it but the result was like 50 percent which means that it's random but for the options market which is another kind of market that you can apply leverage it did got a good result i was like 85 percent of uh, predicting the side of the news but the problem in this case is that I don't have enough data and uh, I was not really able to predict the news. So in the case that I can predict the news, I cannot predict the side of the news. And in the case that I can predict the side of the news, which is in the options market, I cannot predict the news at all. So we have a problem here. Uh, and I'm telling you all of this because maybe you could be interested about the research and you could start working on this problem or even myself, I will, I will solve this problem, I don't know. But if you are interested about this research, about this project, uh, all of the code, all of the data is, is freely online in my GitHub and you have also access to my research, entire research about the papers that I published and uh, you can also ask me if you have some doubts and I will be happy to, to answer to help you in this project. Um, and uh, so even not being able to, to predict the side of the news, I tried to use this algorithm and see how does it works. My first idea was to get a portfolio that always sell the stock if there is a chance to, to have a news in the next few days. Why? Because my goal was, in, at, in this case, to decrease the volatility of the portfolio. So I tried this, but the result was that I did not, I was not able to decrease the volatility, probably because we are working with a big time window. And then I had another idea. Why instead of sell the stocks, 
when my algorithm predicted that this same news, why did I not buy the stocks at this moment? But why would I do it? Because we have more evidence of insider trading related to positive events than related to bad events. But why does it happen? It happens because imagine that you you have this inside information, a good inside information. What do you do? You will buy these stocks. But now imagine that you have a information of something bad that will happen. If you don't have stocks of this company, we will, you will just do not buy it. You will just do a movement if you have stocks and then you have to sell it. So it's much, much more probably that you, you use privileged information related to a good event. So that's why we have more insider trading evidence related to good events than related to bad events. So in this case, I at average in the long term, I would make money if I'm able to predict all the news. And of course, I tried it in the perfect case that I predict all the news, but I don't know the, the side of this news. And yes, I would make money. So I tried to use this algorithm and the results was were promising. At some cases, I did got a good return, but it was not consistent. I tried to test the hypothesis that I would win against the market, which means that I took an index to compare, which was in that case, the Brazilian index. And the results was that I was not able to really say that I win always against the market. So I cannot, uh, I could use this algorithm, but I don't think that uh, it would made, make me a lot of money because it did not pass the test and it also increased the volatility. So that's what I had to talk about, to, to talk to you today, guys. And I hope you liked this episode. And for the next episode, I'm thinking about uh, invite someone else to, to be here with me to be less monotonous, the, the podcast. And I will talk about uh, convolutional neural networks, which are the neural networks, the algorithms that we use to, to process images. And I will explain it to you in the simpler, simple way that anyone is able to understand. And I'm thinking about inviting a lay, peop a, a lay person that if he or she does not un understand something, he will ask me and I, it may be a doubt that you have also. So I think it's a good idea and it will be less monotonous also. So yeah, that's what I had to talk to you. And until next week, next week, goodbye.